0: Welcome to my show where we talk about love, where we allow ourselves joy and compassion, where we are open to our authenticity, where speaking our truth is our birthright and we claim our abundance, our prosperity. Welcome here to this space where I share my love for healing, my love for connecting with women on a soul level, because I believe that we all have a purpose on this planet, and I am here to help you awaken that aspect of yourself. I am here to help you claim your inner power of safety and trust and creativity and confidence and love and healing and speaking your truth and intuition and connecting with those around you. Here and now is this space that I have created to join women together. I love you and I'm so grateful for you. May we lead with love and light, joy and compassion, my beautiful soul sisters. Beautiful soul sisters, I am back here again. I feel like I'm always freaking learning and growing, and I'm really allowing myself to freaking show up authentically. And today, when I was ruminating about this episode and what I really wanted to share, what message do I really want to share with women? What message do I feel like if this was my last podcast ever, if something happened where I was not able to ever make this or who knows what the universe brings that, what message would I feel like I wanted to share that we needed to hear? And I feel like it is speaking our truth from our heart, speaking our truth from our heart. And that is, and so it is this has been this huge healing journey for me, is learning how to speak my truth, even when it's hard. Because speaking our truth, I feel like, is something that we as women, as girls, we were not taught to speak our truth. I know in my household growing up, it was like, don't talk unless you're spoken to. And what you say, it doesn't matter. So My whole life for the past, however, 39 years, I'm really embracing it over the last like five years and writing a book, writing Awaken You was huge in allowing myself to speak my truth and share my vulnerable stories because it was really hard. And knowing my beautiful sisters that you're Voice that your story matters, that it matters, even the pain, especially the pain. And by telling our story and reviving the past, the pain of the past, it doesn't mean that we're not, that we're avoiding the present moment. And it doesn't mean that we don't want to be present here. Actually, what one of my spiritual mentors, Eckhart Tolle, shared was that. To be fully present in the moment to, and this is from me too, is like to walk into our healing journey is that we need to embrace and feel those pains of the past so we can set them free. Because on this deeper energetic space, we have these old, almost like think of it as baggage, if that metaphor Arises and resonates with you. We have these energetic baggages that we're holding on in different energy centers, and a lot of us it holds us back. And I know for me, a lot stuck in my throat chakra, in my Vishuddha chakra, which is the space of speaking our truth. And then I know for me and so many women that is true. And then it also comes in the solar plexus, which is underneath of the boobies, above the belly button, and that is our space of confidence, our inner wisdom that we were all birthed with this manipura chakra, the solar plexus. For me, those are like my two major healing spaces that I've really been working at and the universe is just like testing me and is like, okay, Shelly, are you ready? You say you're ready. You say you want to speak your truth. Okay, so here it is, right? So I can speak my truth and I can write all the things. But when it comes to actual relationships, and especially, I'm going to be sharing my shit with my husband that we have been struggling off and on. Like we were struggling We've been together for 19 and a half years and he is a very stubborn man and I'm very stubborn too. And we have came to these really toxic cycles where we push everything under the rug. We don't communicate. We just pretend like it is. And then when we get into these big fights where we're not agreeing, I go and sleep in my daughter's room because I don't want to be around his energy and like the negativity that he's putting out or the anger that he's choosing to reside in, because I don't choose that. I work really hard in my spiritual practice to raise and elevate my energy. I meditate. I practice yoga most days. I read, I journal, I have a gratitude practice. I affirm what I want in my life and I work really fucking hard. I have worked so hard to get here. And I'm not saying that I have arrived and, my husband, he sometimes can't take my light. Like I feel like my frequency is here. It's up high. It's up. And his has been really low and he's been in this really dark hole of feeling angry because he has a lot of things from his childhood that he hasn't chosen to to work through or process or heal. He feels like, oh, I'm like that is just the past and the past is the past. But I know in my work with energy and my work with women and connecting that I just, I know that we have to heal our inner child. We have to work at healing our inner child. And that's something that brings up so much pain for a lot of us. Even me, like I've been working at healing my little Michelle and doing so much work with her. And I think the first step is honoring and acknowledging that we have this wounded little child living inside of us and that she's in there and she's probably scared and she's hurting and she needs to be acknowledged. And with my husband, that gives me goosebumps. (sighs) Goosebumps are, are like spirit's way of telling us, yes, like that matters. That really matters. So listen, Are you listening? Are you paying attention to your goosebumps, to your body's bumps? And my husband and I have this also toxic cycle that we shut down. I shut down mostly. And I just don't talk about it. And I will ignore him for days. There was one time where it was two weeks, two weeks I ignored him. And For me, I'm going in and I'm reflecting and I'm processing and I'm doing my healing and then him, it just creates anger because I learned from a friend who is a psychotherapist that there's, in relationships, there's two types of people and it's either, we're either the turtle or the tornado. The turtle goes in the shell, is hiding, the tornado is like, let's work this out now. I want to hash this out now. And for me, I don't work like that and he works like that. So it is like, What is it when you're putting two of the same energies together and they're repelling or magnets when they just push away? Have you ever done that with magnets and you put them and then they push and it's like our energies have been way off, 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 off alignment and it has been a struggle and my husband and I have been having a really hard time and I just got back from this beautiful weekend. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, listen into to the episode on protecting your energy, like your life depends on it. It's so amazing. And I just, I listened to it actually, because I am total dork and I love myself so much and I love listening to my messages. And I always feel like I can take pieces from what I'm saying to myself. It's like, I'm giving it back to myself and the episode's great. So listen, if you haven't listened, but I get back and I feel high and elevated and amazing. And I had a couple sick kiddos and my husband was home alone with them and he was mad. He was so angry that I took two nights. I haven't taken two nights away from my kids in like three years. Like I am the mom. I'm always with my kids. I'm always doing things for them. But I do make myself a priority because I learned eight years ago when I was stuck in postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. And after every baby I had, I have three babies that it got worse and worse. And I never would share it with anyone because I was embarrassed. I was afraid of judgment. And I just have always been a person that's like, I can figure this out on my own. I don't need anyone else. Only that wasn't working out so well for me. And that's when my personal growth, journey started when I started realizing like I have to take care of me and then I started waking up early and I started having a gratitude practice and that's Jasper barking and I started writing what I was grateful for and then I started affirmation work. And that is a way of changing the messy dump of thoughts in my mind because my mind was so polluted and so toxic. And I was always worrying about the fear of what if and 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 being a worried mom and worrying about my daughter who wasn't talking when she was three years old. She was saying maybe like 10 words and all of the things happening with her and My husband and I, and I was just stuck in this constant state of turmoil and feeling awful. And I bottled it all up, and I held it in. But that's when I started writing, and it was first for me that I started writing and journaling, just like my experiences and and what I was doing. And it was really hard. And sometimes I would just write, like, I don't know what to write. I'm sitting in my backyard, freezing, and I wish I was in bed. And I just allowed that inner monologue to write, and I allowed myself to just speak. What I needed to speak. And this is something I've learned is that we can speak our truth from our heart centered self. And it doesn't have to be from that egoic space of us that is just like always wants to be right and like anger. And you're not leading with this low, these low vibrational emotions. You're not leading with like, jealousy, anger, fear, hate, which are low vibrations on the emotional scale. Like think of it as this vertical scale on the top is like love and gratitude. High. that's where we want to live. That's where we strive to be and joy. And then right, it drops down contentment, boredom in the middle, and then all the way down, fear, jealousy, guilt. And I just encourage us to take a moment and to just without judgment, acknowledge What vibration that we have been living in? Have we been living in that fear state? Has the fear of the what-ifs of the world and all the sadness around you, has that been taking you over? Have you allowed that? And that's okay if it has been. The first step of change is self-realization. We have to take these moments to reflect because if we can't reflect on ourselves, we can't heal anything. We can't speak our truth. We won't be able bodies. So we have to first see it. We have to identify that, okay, this is what's happening, right? This is happening and that's okay. And I'm going to now, what am I going to do? What can I do to help shift this? And things like gratitude. Was an ankle pop. You hear that? That's nice. I have some cobwebs rocking out in my ankles today. We can shift things by actually doing something, but we have to do it because like, things will always be the same way they've always been because we're creatures of habit. And if we're used to always waking up in this fear state of this jealousy, feeling jealous of the people around us and always wanting more, but never feeling fulfilled, that will be our continued vibration. We are all vibrational matter, right? Quantum physics. I've done so much research on like Albert Einstein and all of his like discoveries. And oh my gosh, if you really like just read into it, it's like really powerful. Like Albert Einstein got it. He got it. He was like, I get this manifestation. I get what we put out comes back to us. And it wasn't just all of this like, yes, it was like sciencey foundation, but he was such a spiritual man. You like dig his energy. I just feel so much love and gratitude for his work. Thank you, Albert Einstein. You are an amazing spirit. Ooh, one of his quotes that's coming to me right now is, "Look deep into nature, and you will understand everything better. Look deep into nature, and you will understand everything better." When is the last time you took a moment to acknowledge a tree, to really acknowledge it. Like I live in the mountains and I see trees every day. They're beautiful. They're everywhere. I can feel their energy. I'm just like, I love them. But I haven't really taken time to just like be and to acknowledge and feel the energy and the love vibrating off of a tree. Until that women's retreat, this women's retreat I went to in the last episode, I share a lot about and stopping and hugging the tree and giving gratitude and finding joy. Because this is something too that I even know about this, like that, that elevated state of joy, like that is what will bring us into our purpose. That is what will bring us fully into our lives is if we allow joy in. But somewhere along the lines, as adults, like my relationship with my husband, we have put on these hats of like I am so serious wife, I am so serious husband that I can't have joy, I can't allow laughter, and I can't allow play. I mean, maybe more so for me than my husband because he's definitely like a fourth kid in my life. Another night's ankle pop, rocking out, and I have not allowed joy. And let's like let all of the shit and all the false facades go. Like I have not been. I have been like I am the mom. Like I just am like. My kids asked me to play things. I'm like, no, I've got to do this and this and this. I made a vow to myself like over a week ago that I will allow joy in every day. And so today when I went for a hike with my husband, instead of just like thinking about the trees that I wanted to hug them, I like stopped and I just stopped and I hugged the tree and I felt her love and I felt her energy and I, it just made me almost like start tearing up because There's so much beauty and so much love available that's free that we don't have to like seek for in things or even other people. And that's something that I've gotten so like wrapped up in is that I'm going to feel happy when or I'm going to feel joy when, like I said it when my book was published. Well, that was months ago. And after that, I'm like, okay, what's next, right? but what's next is here and now, like allowing those moments. And when it comes to wrapping back around to like speaking our truth from our heart centered self, like this doesn't come from again, that egoic state that like, I'm right and you're wrong. And that we have to speak our truth. We have to set ourselves free. For me, I know it's a huge part of my healing journey. And if you've been someone who's ever experienced acid reflex, which is that like gurgling up, closing down of the throat and the um the esophagus or has GERD or I think it's G-E-R-D. I don't know if it's GERD or whatever, Um, heartburn or like gas pains in your body, your digestion that sits in your solar plexus, then that means that your physical manifestations, I mean, there can be other environmental pollutants and also food that might not be resonating with your body that could be like eating the inside. But really, like, tap into do you allow yourself permission to speak your truth and especially to those the closest to you, like your parents or your spouse or your children or your siblings or at work? Or do you hold it in in fear of judgment? Like I've done for so many years. I allowed myself after forever being with my husband and we off and on has struggled. And I got back from my women's retreat and he was angry and being so mean. And I just had this moment of like, I'm done. I'm done here. I don't want to be married to you anymore. I want a divorce. And I told him that and he didn't listen. And then it, was this toxic cycle. And we get stuck. I don't do this with anyone else, but we get stuck in this toxic cycle of guilting each other, guilting each other for not being around, guilting each other for not doing enough. Like it's this toxic cycle. I don't do it with anyone else. I've weeded out all negative relationships in my life, except for my immediate relationship with my husband. And it's like freeing to say that out loud, to share that we have to evaluate ourselves we have to reflect on ourselves and our relationships because i know for me it's been this relationship that's been holding me back to from being my best self from like being my highest potential my highest heart self and i'm like inching closer and closer to her and in my solar plexus ah, i've had some of these like huge awakening moments that i have healed a lot of my worth and my inner wisdom and that i'm open to accepting and receiving And I don't have to be ashamed that I have wisdom within me because I feel like I was raised to have the self-limiting belief that I'm not smart enough. And that stuck with me for so many years and it pops up and I see, I see it like I see you. Oh, you think that? Okay, well, I'm going to combat your negativity with something positive and something of action. And I will tell you I can't speak enough on gratitude. I know if you've been following that I say it all the time, but I really mean like, have you really started a gratitude practice? I'm holding you accountable. Have you really done that self-care practice of writing, thinking, reciting, what you're grateful for first thing in the morning when you wake up? You raise your frequency. You rise up to gratitude because the way you start your day follows with you. So if you're starting your day in anxiety and overwhelm and your list of things to do, that is going to be your vibration, your frequency for the whole day. What is it that you want? Like, what is it that you want to bring into your life? What is it that you're struggling with? That's something a lot of women have a hard time talking about their struggles because we put on this mask of like, I am this strong, badass woman. I am this amazing mama. I don't need to feel sad. I don't need to. But vulnerability my sisters my beautiful soul sisters vulnerability is the gateway to our healing to healing those emotional states that help us move past that help us heal past those inner child wounds those feelings of like when someone said something to us or maybe a parent like went somewhere and left us out and we felt like i don't matter i'm invisible I felt like that for so many years as a kid. I always felt like I was invisible. And invisibility is what was my mask. It was what my protector was my shield. I became an invisible, shy girl. And I held it in and then it manifested in my throat chakra. And right now I am on day eight. I'm doing this. It's called Huru's Holistic Healing. And I am resetting and I'm doing this juice cleanse. It is it's supposed to be 80% fruit juice, which is crazy, and 10% of vegetables. And I'm being human and I'm allowing things. I'm taking six different supplements and it's called the mind and body, the mind, body, and soul restorator. And I'm not doing this to lose weight. I'm not doing this for any outside exterior things. I am doing this for deeper inner healing because I've been doing all of this spiritual and emotional healing. And I am not at the type of person that's going to take a pill to pop and it's going to cause all these other effects because I work really hard on what I put into my body. I work on really hard what I put into my, my mind. I'm mindful of my water. I'm mindful of choosing organic foods that don't have pesticides, that don't have GMOs that are altering people's cells and causing all of this disease and it almost like baffles me about like pills and prescriptions that you're supposed to take this prescription and they don't say anything about what you're eating. They don't say, like, oh, well, nearing this, you want to eat these kind of foods that support this. And so this cleanse that I'm doing has been known to, I like was like, ding, ding, ding. I've suffered with acid reflux, like that GRD, where. I eat like a bite of white rice and if it doesn't have enough butter or anything, it makes me feel like I'm dying and like this acid comes up and then it closes my esophagus and it is painful. I can't take care of my kids. It happened to me about a month ago, and I was in the bathroom, like feeling like, okay, universe, if this is it, if I'm done, like make sure my kids are safe, take care of them. I had this moment of like surrender and acceptance, acceptance, and then it slowly fizzled down. And I thought I need to take control of my health, that I'm always like, I am not very much a doctor person. I am very much of a like, I'm going to eat, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to use yoga, different uh, yoga poses to help heal myself. And I mean, that's been great, but I've still been struggling with this. So I'm going this more homeopathy, this homeopathy way. And I'm on this cleanse and my intentions are here and they are to help heal my gut health. This also has a parasite eliminator because if you've eaten any type of sushi or like parasites do just sometimes live on food, they come from poop. And if our vegetables are not properly washed, the odds are we have a parasite and it is causing us a lot of gut and bowel imbalances and yucky stuff. And so I'm doing this cleanse and I am, it's all of these things. I'm removing any parasites in the body. I'm clarifying my blood. There's like a blood clarifier and all of the ingredients are just like real holistic ingredients that come from the earth or from plant medicine. And the whole backing behind having a lot of fruit is that fruit is high alkalinity and it's a high vibration and holistic If you don't know anything about like homeopathy, I'm, I'm exploring, I've been about two years on a homeopathy path and I'm still just like a little baby bird, like learning all this stuff about homeopathy, but it's plant energy medicine. So it's high vibrational, it's vibrational. I'm all about this like energy and stuff and what I put into my body. And so we're matching the frequency of the high vibrational herbs that we're putting in our body. So that's why it's mostly juice and it's been hard like day four, I was like, I'm so hungry. And I really just wanted a handful of cashews because this is fruit and vegetables. This is no legumes, no alcohol. We are just making a clean supporting space, no sugar. You can have the raw honey and 100% pure maple syrup. That is 100% pure organic maple syrup. And yeah, it's been often not hard, but I am like clarifying and detoxifying. And yesterday on day seven, my husband and I sit down, and I set the intention there because I'm like feeling clear. Like I had this huge spiritual woman's retreat the week before. I've been on day seven of cleansing out these imbalances, in my body. I'm setting the intention to have healthy gut health because our gut health is like our second brain, and if our gut is destroyed and ripped up, like Or our second brain is going to be feeding so many imbalances, especially nowadays with all of the antibiotics, which are causing really horrible gut health. And we need resets. And this is just a reset, a health reset that I'm doing. And so I'm like, you know, my energy is just, I'm feeling so elevated and I'm on these high alkalinity foods, like which you would think like, oh my gosh, I can't even tell you like juiced pineapple. Have you ever juiced a freaking pineapple? Like I've juiced fruits before, but oh my gosh, a fresh pineapple or this sounds really weird, but juiced watermelon is so good. And it doesn't fill you up like you're used to. Like the body is like feeding and cleansing and detoxifying. But I'm like, it's, it's so interesting because like I went for a pretty nice hike today. It was probably like two and a half miles. And I feel like I have a ton of energy. I have a ton of energy because I am like using this as this like reset and my body's feeling great. And right after I'm doing this for 14 days, I'm on day eight and after day, you're supposed to do it as long as your body needs, but you can, it can reset anything. It's even, there's studies that per, it's I think it's www.hurusholistichealing.com. and you can read all the testimonials of it healing all of these crazy things: diabetes, cancers, cancers from food and what you're putting in your body, and also what you're putting in your mind. But you can do this, and if you're living in that guilt and that resentment and that shame, you might clear some things, but it's going to come back. So it's part of a holistic healing approach for the mind the body the spirit like this for me is my body reset because again I'm not like a huge medicine taker but I know that my body needs this right now and this is what I am I'm giving it I'm giving it what it needs and so as I sit and I talk with my husband like I like the kids are actually at my my dad and mom's house in their beautiful backyard with 12 cousins having like their summer Grampy and Dito debauchery of fun and swimming and chickens and flowers and lots and lots of sugar and lots of unhealthy food that I have to just let go. i got to let it go. The drinking milk, cow's milk, and I have to let it go and it's not organic and ah, it's some things in life we have to just let go because I know, I know. And we sit down for this talk. And after I told my husband, I actually filled out divorce papers. And this is literally like freaking deja vu because this happened to us eight years ago, eight years ago, eight years ago, filing for divorce. I did it. I like got the papers and all the things. And here we are eight years later and it happened again. And I think it's almost like something I was programmed as a little girl is to run away. And I know that my, uh, birth parent that raised me would always threaten that to my stepdad. And so I know for me, it's like my defense mechanism, which is, is it healthy? No. Is it healthy to ignore each other for weeks upon end? No. Is that healthy for my mind, body, spirit? No. Is that something I'm working on? Yeah. Am I perfectly imperfect? Freaking yeah, I am. I'm not arrived. Never will. And my husband and I just like luckily we're both in this grounded space. The kids are gone, which I'm so grateful for because that something like that is hard. Like I don't like bringing the kids into our shit. I don't like fighting in front of them. I think it's so bad for them. It's not healthy. I think to an extent, yes, it's healthy for our kids to see us argue and work things out, but it's not healthy when it's like coming from that egoic nasty place and that's where it went. And here I declare to myself, to my solar plexus, I stand in my power. I no longer choose to be treated these ways. Like I stand my ground that I am a woman who knows her worth. And I am a woman who claims this relationship. And if this is something you want to work out, these are things that I need from you. And also for the first time, and for like, I can't even tell you how many years forever, we actually said all of the things. We said all the things that Probably we could have said on a daily basis, like, hey, this is bothering me. Let's work this out. No, we swept it. We created this freaking huge mountain. And we said it all. And I said it from a space of compassion and love. And there were moments where my ego kept popping in, but I kept checking myself. And I could feel this energetic, like, freeing of my Vishuddha Chakra. I was, like, freeing my little girl. I could feel... Like she was feeling stomped down and and not heard and not seen and not understood. And I was freeing all of it. And I said all of the things. I said all of the things that bother me, all of the things that have led us up. And one of them came up actually yesterday. I did this beautiful quantum healing session with my soul sister who lives four minutes away. We always do these energy trades like yoga and meditation, quantum healing. We just are each other, we've got each other's back. Quantum healing is like energy deep healing, but roots to all things. Again, all things. And again, like part of a holistic healing approach. It's not just one thing, right? It's also like, and I'm like thinking back to this cleanse. It's about what you put on your hair and your skin, making sure you're using clean, clear ingredients that don't have a bunch of crap. You don't know your deodorant. Clean up your deodorant. Is it having aluminum in it? You don't want to be using aluminum on your armpits that are close to your breast. Don't do that. Check your deodorant. I found a brand called Native a t i v e. It's a little more expensive, but it's your freaking health and it goes right to like your lymph nodes and your body and your breasts. Clean that up. Your toothpaste. Does your toothpaste have fluoride in it? Get rid of that fluoride toothpaste. Read the ingredients. Fluoride is like an immune compromiser. It's not good for us. It's also covering up our intuition. So it's a quick switch. I right? don't get at the dentist. No, thank you on the fluoride. Thank you. No, thank you. And they might give you a hard time and that's fine. Or go find a dentist who does not push that on you, who does not try to like, oh, you really need to use this. Like I let go of those. Those are my boundaries. Mm-mm-mm. Also microwave. You don't want to use the microwave. I We use microwaves as Americans. It's easy. The microwave has radiation. This always sticks out to me when I had babies and when I went back to work and I was breastfeeding them when my husband would thaw out the milk you don't put it in the microwave because it depletes all the nutrients so you boil water you put the milk until it absolves and that is something that has stuck with me like why are we not putting baby milk to nourish our babies but as humans we're like oh it's easy let's microwave these broccolis in a bag like that is so bad for us so rounding back up like that's something that is like part of that holistic healing approach is looking at ourselves as this whole, right? Healing even our throat chakra. We could be working all of these things. And then maybe we're brushing our teeth with some toxic toothpaste that's running down our throats and our esophagus and that's poisoning us. And we don't even realize it. And then people always ask us, My kids always say this. Then mommy, why would people do that? Why would they make that stuff? That's a really good question. Why would people make things that are unhealthy that cause disease, disease in bodies? Cuz it's easy cuz it's inexpensive? Eh, those are good questions. And uh, coming back, you know, I sidetrack. It's where we are, it's how we are as humans. This talk, it was like so liberating and I just had this quantum healing session where we my soul sister and I, she kind of had this intuitive hit that my husband and I had this energetic contract that I could not rise above him and that I always had to come back down like we were talking about that energy like my energy is so elevated and he is resisting it and we had this spiritual contract like in the akashic 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 records which is like kind of more delving into that spiritual practice that we Like we all have these contracts and yeah, we have this physical contract of marriage in this realm, but we have spiritual contracts with people. Even think of a stranger that you have never met on the street. You can just feel this energy. You have some sort of a spiritual contract with that person. And so Rex's and I's spiritual contract in this life was that I can never rise above him. And you have to be careful the way you approach certain people who are not Maybe on the same spiritual path as you, because if I said that to him, he might be like, ah, he doesn't resonate with it as much. So I brought it up in my own way. Right. Because like you have to being a spiritual person in this world, like and I have all of these different experiences that maybe not everyone connects to and that's fine. I talk to, I have certain people who I talk about my spiritual experiences with, and that's what the space is for. It's this open space to be authentically me and share all the things. And certain people, I know that like I, won't, I wouldn't share with her about my guardian angels and spirit guides coming in and protecting me when I'm falling off a waterfall. Maybe not. <laughs> certain people, right? And so I said it in a way that I could connect with him. And I wasn't lowering my energy to him. I was protecting my energy. I was putting this compassion shield. I was allowing myself to be vulnerable. And I just spoke my truth about like, I was so high from this weekend. I come home and you're mad and you're angry about the laundry. You're angry about the food. You're angry about this, this, this. And it's like deeper. It's not the surface things. It never is the surface things. It never is what we think. It's like this deeper wounding that maybe like when he was a little boy, Like he felt probably abandoned by his mom. She left and he felt alone and he didn't feel like he had that support. So then this was a trigger and then it built and built and grew. And I just said, I cannot have a partner who can't support me when I am so high and feeling so elevated and so much love and so much light because I have so much love and so much light to give. And I was affirmed. Many times, I have been affirmed many times through the universe and my life that I am on the right path and this path to me being here, like finding my purpose. And I think that's the thing is that I have found my purpose and I couldn't shut it off if I wanted to. This purpose is like this, like it's just growing and roaring and I am just following it. And it's hard for him to see that because we've had this spiritual contract that I can't rise above him in a moment of authenticity of a man who I've been with for almost 20 years who has cried maybe seven times I see him take a moment and because I was being authentic and vulnerable and open and not judging he says I guess I'm just and he like has like welling up in his eyes tears didn't pour but I could feel his emotions shift and he said I guess I am jealous of you and I was like What? Like I we have never been these jealous couple, like when it comes to like other people. Never jealous of a different partner. We've always been very like strong in our roots and our safety with each other. And I am not a jealous person and I never really thought that he was. And in that moment I just had this like flashback of all of these instances. Like when I first started drawing and creating children's picture books. And I would spend hours upon hours creating these beautiful images of these like silly, goofy monsters, Biddy Bias, which I also, I published that book this year and it's um, Biddy Bias Christmas Magic available on Amazon. That's so magical. I loved it, and and created like 12 picture books. And he would get so mad at me anytime that I would find something I loved. So it went from when I started drawing and then when I started writing and then reading and then meditating and then going to yoga teacher training and then finding soul sisters and being a part of like a a woman's circle. He I can I now just have this reflection of, oh my gosh, that was jealousy he wasn't angry really because of that he was feeling jealous and then and then he said that i feel like you're leaving me behind exactly a confirmation of that freaking spiritual contract he is f- afraid and he actually allowed himself to be vulnerable and tell me that he never does this he never does this and he said that and i was like like, thank you for sharing that. I'm so grateful that you let yourself say that and that you're letting yourself feel the way that you're feeling because you need to feel pain Like you need to allow yourself permission to feel pain, to feel other emotions other than anger, because anger can no longer be your driving force. If you want to stay married to me, I will no longer live with a partner that allows anger and jealousy. And that that is something that you need to work on. And he said, I'm just, I guess I'm jealous that you are so in control, control of your thoughts and your emotions. And I just was like, "Uh, what? Oh my gosh. Like I don't have it all together. Not every day, but I started eight years ago. I started fucking taking time for myself. I started practicing self-care. I started journaling. I started creating new thoughts and I started there. And you have to start where you are. And it's been eight years of this. I didn't just wake up one day and was like, I get to choose the thoughts I want to think, or I'm going to be grateful today. It has been a freaking practice. And he just had these moments of just like allowing and opening. And we just communicated. We said the things that were on our hearts. And we did have these moments of like, ah, and flow and rise. And But it was so like freeing. I feel so free right now. I don't have my kids and he is off golfing and it is actually Independence Day. It's the 4th of July and I feel free. Is that crazy? I actually led a yoga class on Saturday morning on my front porch with this beautiful little trio of women. There's four of us total. And it was all surrounded on like, deciding what our personal freedom means to us and with the help of love and joy and compassion that we can find that freedom. And I'm also adding to that now, speaking our truth, even when it's hard saying the things that you might not have said. And something that I learned from her name is actually Pauline Nguyen. I called her Pauline Nguyen Nguyen, last week, but I found out her, the pronunciation is Pauline Nguyen, that she was teaching us is to like stand our ground, to hold our energy, like our life depends on it because it does. And that just because my energy is up here and someone else's is down here, I don't have to, to lower myself to them. And that instead of empathy, instead of being this empath who feels everything, that we can hold space for compassion. And this was so beautiful. I stayed the night at my dad and mom's house in with all 12 of the kids for a night. And it was when Rex and I were still fighting a lot. And in the next morning, My mom and I were just talking. All the kids were outside with my dad, like playing in the beautiful backyard with all the chickens and things. And I was, I told her about that empathy that I've always been an empath and I've always taken other people's pain and I've always like lowered myself. But now I choose to hold my energy because my life depends on it. And that instead of empathy, that I choose compassion. And she said, oh my gosh, I've never thought of it like that. I always thought that compassion was taking a little bit of it from them so they didn't have to feel it. Oh, powerful. Have you thought of that? Like instead of taking it on, feeling like you have to claim other people's emotion and other people's shit that you can just hold space and send compassion, right? That compassion has to come from our hearts. We have to find that compassion for ourselves first before we can even deflect it to others. And that's in those hard moments when you're struggling, when you're struggling because you're not speaking your truth and you're suffering. And maybe it could be a physical manifestation suffering like me. Like right now, though, I'm clearing that I can feel I made this agreement with myself and with my gut health and my heart chakra that after this cleanse, that my gut will be completely restored and that my heart is going to be open to love unconditional love though. This is not that wavering love that we sometimes do. And I do that with my husband. I decide, I had in the past decided that sometimes I will love him and others I will hate him. And he will he drives me crazy. If you've been in a long-term relationship, you will know this. It is not all butterflies and rainbows and happiness and all the things. But with help of speaking our truth, my beautiful sisters, that we can shift so much in our lives, but we have to allow it to come through. Almost like allowing yourself, like imagine like it's like a divine channel that's coming and that's like pouring down your head and into your hearts, kind of encumbering that whole solar plexus space and allowing it to come up and out through your vocal cords or writing it down. I know sometimes that in the past when I didn't feel like I could speak my truth to my husband, I felt like I could write it and then I would write it and it, it would be helpful. Like it would be helpful, but then it's not as powerful as if you can sit and communicate. And I kept contact like eyes, our eyes are our direct gateway to our spirit. And when I was in that quantum healing session, we did a ceremony a cord cutting ceremony of that contract, that spiritual contract that Rex and I held where I can never rise above him. And it was so powerful. And like in, in the meditation in the eye of my mind, we started like standing across from each other and I was protecting myself because I was still feeling like Wah, really angry and wounded and just like ah, desperate, I don't know desperate despair, just like ah, all the things And then we dwindled away the cells and the DNA and the bones and all the things and down, down, down until we dwindled until we were both our pure essence, our pure light. And I just saw light emanating and it was Rex's energy. And it came really quick. It was like sometimes if you've ever done a meditation where it feels like you can't tap into visualization, I was there. I was like allowing myself to be open. It's like, I'm open to this. I'm open, and then it was my energy, pure energy, and it was like I allowed myself to be with all that is his love and his light that is there and let go of all the fear and all the anger and all of the shenanigans and just was like these pure lights, and then it was like we we took our spirits and then I just like gracefully, we moved through each other, and there's like this cord winding that contract, and it just like I felt my energy just go, and I felt my energy just move through him, and then I almost could just see my arms back and free, and that that was no longer a thing, and then I could see the cords unraveling and just fraying. I could feel, gives me goosebumps, cutting that contract, that spiritual contract that we held for so many years, and I feel like it's really free, and that I didn't have to like divorce him or cause all this shit to break that, that I had to do this inner work, this inner spiritual work to help free that. And then now right in this physical realm, like, yeah, we have things to work on. And like one of his things was, is like, we never have time for each other. We don't, and we don't, we don't take time for each other. We are like is the business owner. I'm the mom. I am the creative. I'm doing this and this. And like, we have to come together once a week and take time and we need to speak our truths. We need to communicate with each other. Something so simple, like, do you communicate with your partner? Do you tell them exactly what is on your heart? And even if it might hurt them, do you say it or do you hold it in? Cause you're afraid. Are you afraid? i Used to be really afraid of speaking my truth because I just always felt judged. I felt like under the thumb. And now it's like here in this moment, I am speaking my truth all of the time, all of the time. And whether my husband and I can work this out together or maybe our paths need to go opposite ways, like I am here and I'm just showing up for each moment. And I really feel like the universe is like, always giving me signs and supporting me. And a lot of that comes from how we're feeling. So noticing how you're feeling when you are in those discussions and you are in those moments, is it feeling tight and constricting and gross? Is it repelling? Or is it feeling light and airy and free? And just follow those signs because the universe is giving you them constantly. And sometimes they actually come in real signs. Like my sign is ones, one, one, one. And also my beautiful niece, passed away like so many years ago, four years ago, and she shows up in purple flowers and in rainbows. And I always feel like her light guiding and, and I feel so supported and so loved. And it's like, that's a sign. And then another soul sister weirdly passed away within like weeks or maybe it was months of each other that same year, four years ago. It's like pretty serendipitous and that she comes in yellow flowers. And so this morning, when still it just like, I was feeling a lot of things last night. I went to bed at like 8, 15, no kids here, just like I was doing so much energy work and this cleanse and then that emotional detox with my husband. I was like, well, I need to sleep. And that's what my, my soul sister just told me, like, you're going to feel tired and that's okay. Like, if you need to sleep, you sleep. So then I went to bed and then woke up and just up at six thirty and we go for he asked me to go for a hike and then you know like that little part that little ego says no I'm not gonna go for a hike with you but then I felt so freed and liberated like like you know I'm gonna be open and I love hiking. I love getting out in nature and connecting. I think it is such a gateway to joy and to gratitude and it's something that doesn't cost us anything. Like I can, I I mean, maybe a little bit of gas to drive there, but a lot of us even live like my sister can walk this trail behind her house in Fort Collins where she can just walk and be in nature. And even if you have babies in a stroller and you need to push them, like that got me through a lot of postpartum anxiety and depression it was I would put my babies like maybe I had three at the time like one in the pack two in the stroller and I would walk and I would get to a space where I could be around trees always like trees or grass or water or wherever I could be that we were on this hike though and of course of course thank you Macy Gracie thank you Hannah of course I'm walking and there's Rex says look at those beautiful yellow flowers I'm like oh Thank you. Oh, those purple flowers. Thank you. And those are, to me, my signs from the universe. Like, okay, you just need to show up here in this moment. And you don't need to worry about the what-ifs and the scariness of the future. Just keep showing up. Keep doing what you are doing. Keep speaking your truth. And then continuing the hike, like it was just, we were all the superficial things. And then I brought up again, like, if we're going to make this work between us, we have to change things. Like, we have to. And so I'm, I'm making a vow to myself in my relationship that I am going to stand in my power. I'm going to stand my ground and I'm going to honor myself first. I'm going to give myself compassion and love first. I'm going to forgive myself for all of my wrongdoings. I'm going to forgive myself. I think so many of us women don't even think of that. Like, have you ever thought of that you need to forgive yourself? Like, we have to start here. We have to forgive ourselves. And you might not even know what it's for. But to me, another pop in the ankle. It is forgiving all of that inner doubt, all of that inner turmoil, all of the turbulent thoughts, all of it. Forgive it. Forgive it for not feeling good enough. Forget it for not feeling pretty enough or smart enough or worthy enough because you are worthy of love. You are worthy of support. You are worthy of claiming your inner power. You are a woman a freaking worth and it comes from you. It doesn't come from out there. It doesn't come from our husband. It doesn't come from our wife or our partner or our children or our career or our even creativity, our creations. It doesn't come from our family, our friends. It doesn't come from our stuff, our material objects. It doesn't come from our vacations and adventures that our worth has to come from freaking within here. And it's something that's already here that we don't even have to go outside to find it. And I know that there's mornings where we wake up like, I have three kids. I know the torrential downpour, the dump of emotions. Like I have a 12 year old and a 10 year old. My daughter is going through like wicked puberty. Her hormones are shifting. She is an emotional wreck, but I am here holding space for her. I'm here not shaming her for being who she is, for feeling the way she is feeling because I fucking accept her just the way she is. Even though there are days that she annoys me so bad and I'm like, oh my God, this is what it's like. But I do bring myself back. And I remember I too have an inner 12 year old inside of me who just wants to be loved and who just wants to be accepted for who I am. All of the emotional downpours and all of it, for all of it, all of it, all of it. Not just the one like happy moments when she's being cute and dancing around and the same goes for my sons. And I am here starting with me in the mornings. And that starts with sitting on my meditation cushion, even if it's locking myself in the bathroom with the fan on and the kids are knocking on the outside, I am going to write in my journal what I am grateful for. I am going to close my eyes. I'm going to breathe deep into my belly or heart and and exhale. And I'm going to do that. And I'm going to take time because I matter because if I don't make myself a priority, I cannot show up in my life. And that is something that has been a journey and it still continues to be. But I take time and I take time to move my body because movement, my sisters, is essential. And even if it's walking, my sister Jenny loves walking. Like that's her new obsession. She is just like outside walking, listen to her podcast, like plug in my podcast, go for a freaking walk, go for a hike, like Tune into what you're putting into your mind. Like, are you filling your mind full of fear and media and news and scary stuff? Or are you listening to positive, uplifting podcasts like this? You obviously are because you're here. You can also create your thoughts with affirmations. And some foundational affirmations that I have in my book that I share in Awaken You that you can find on Amazon, just put in Awaken You, Shelley Bond, is like, I am good enough, I am smart enough, I am love, I am joy, I am gratitude. And, you know, we can't always align in the beginning with those feelings. Sometimes we say them, we're like, oh, yeah, you're a liar. I said them for like two years. And then I realized that the way to transcribe and manifest those new thoughts is to tune into how we're feeling. And I feel like I figured that out. I'm like, I figured something out on my own. I always do this is that when I can get myself into nature and connect with a tree and hug a tree, I stopped today on my hike and I hugged a tree and I just hugged it and I just was like, oh, I held her. That's joy. And then you could start plugging in. Like You're already there. You're in that joyful state. Now plug in your thoughts because we are like radio stations. What we're putting out, we're broadcasting around us. So if you're going to put in like, I am joy, I am love, I am prosperity, I am abundance, I am worthy, I am good enough, I am strong enough, I am rooted, I am grounded today. Today, I am a woman who knows her worth because my sisters, I am, I am. Those are our two most potent, powerful words. And are you putting your I am's, are you speaking your I am's as you want yourself to be or as you are? A lot of us are speaking as we are, as we're feeling like, ooh, just know this your thoughts directly reflect to your emotional state. It is like that radio wave, like you're putting that out. Okay. You're going to feel, if you're feeling like you're saying mean things to yourself in the mirror, you're degrading your body, you're degrading your mind, you're degrading your emotions. You're going to grow that frequency, or you can switch that channel. You can broadcast new thoughts and you can find joy, right? You can find it in it can, come, it can come from this, like a connection. It can come from allowing yourself to tap into love in your heart or remembering a moment where you felt joy, where you felt so loved and you felt so held. If you can allow yourself in meditation to bring that up, to bring those feelings up, then you plug in those, I am love. I am joy. I am compassion. I am abundance. And whatever you want, like if there's a dream or a goal that you have in your life that you might feel really far away from, you dream big, my sisters, you write it down. And what I do is I actually have a set of affirmations that I typed up on my computer for a daily reminder, and I just rewrite them. And sometimes I expand and grow like, I'm so happy and grateful for my healing center. And I really dig into the details and I see it and I feel it and I experience it as if it's already here. And we want to keep these in the positive present tense. I've said this many times before. So if anxiety is a struggle, if cleaning your house is a struggle, a messy house, a messy mind transmutes into a messy house. So clean up your thoughts first. You clean up, you tidy up your thoughts, my sisters. Because you get to choose what you put into your mind. You get to choose the vibration, the frequency that you want to live at. And when you get there or wherever you are, you protect it as if your life depends on it, because it does, because this is your energy. We are no longer empaths. We are shifting. I am, we are starting a revolution. There will we will not raise our daughters to take on empathy. We will raise our daughters to be compassionate beings and they will learn that from us. And when we heal ourselves and we bring compassion, we heal our mothers, we heal our grandmothers, we heal our aunts, we heal our ancestors lineage. And we forever shift the generations of women to come to show up that we no longer have to be stuck in pain and guilt and shame. We choose compassion and love and joy. Thank you so much. Thank you for this all. Thank you for allowing me to spend this time with you, your sacred time to creating your best life, your best self to allowing yourself to speak your truth, my sisters. And today I honor and I acknowledge you on your path And I invite you to maybe with me for a moment to just put your hands on your throat chakra or your chest, whatever vibrates or resonates with you. And just acknowledge the space of speaking your truth and perhaps set the intention that I am speaking my truth today from my heart space. And notice what comes up if it's tense or tight or feeling like, "Mm -hmm." if it's scary, lean into that. And especially when it's scary, that's when you know, that's when you know that you must speak, that you must walk into your personal truth, walk into your power. It's like you have to walk into it. And and no matter who it is in your life, if it's your spouse, partner, your kids, your parents, your families, your friends, a stranger on the street, you speak your truth from that heart centered space. You speak your truth from your heart-centered space. And a really awesome kind of comment that you can make is, I learned this in my, my healing session was, that's an interesting perspective. That's an interesting perspective. You could keep it at that. Because you don't agree with someone, you don't have to argue and get all big. Just say, isn't that an interesting perspective? And then you could also say, maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. You don't have to claim it. So encourage you to claim your truth, claim your power, because it all resides. You already have it. It's already here. She is ready to be birthed. You are ready to awaken you. I know you are. You wouldn't be here listening this long, this deep in an hour in. You are ready. You are ready to awaken that part of you that is ready to express herself fully and completely with her voice that will move you into the next moment, in the next moment, to being that fully heart-centered, loving, compassionate, joyful self. I love you. Please head over to iTunes and leave "Awaken You" with Shelley Bond a five-star review and a rating—a very five-star rating—and a review. I always get those two mixed up. It's like they're so similar: rating, review. Please, it means the universe. And please share this with women, with soul sisters. Maybe even strangers you don't even know. Post it on your social media. Share, please. And I'm so grateful for you. You can pick up a copy of Awaken You, Shelley Bond on Amazon. Just type in those search words. Awaken You, Shelley Bond. And please, you can just check out more on Awaken You, Shelly Bond on Instagram or I'm on Facebook, Shelley Bond. I love you. I'm so freaking grateful for you. And I am here with you. It is time my sisters, to speak our truth. I love you.